You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Active faith. In other words, a faith that corresponds, a faith that is in agreement with God, a participating faith. In other words, coming into agreement with God relative to the things that he has declared about me, my situations, and my circumstances. In other words, it's it's coming to that place where I and God are one. For without faith, it is impossible to be in agreement with God. That word please, it, it simply means to be in agreement. So when we are in agreement with God, then all those things that are already ours, they are manifested. So the, the way we procure blessings from heaven is to come into agreement with God. Then we went to Matthew. We see that in Hebrews. Then we went to Matthew uh, 18, and, and we discovered that uh, everything, of course, we've seen in Psalms that forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. It's settled where? His word is settled where? In heaven. And the way we get it settled in the earth is by what? Coming into agreement. And we see it in Matthew, again, that the word of God says, whatever you allow on earth, God will allow in heaven. So if, if I come into agreement with the wrong thing, then heaven says, oh, my hands are tied. That's what you wanted. But if I declare things that come against me as being illegal, this is not of God, then heaven has to release what's up. Boy, I'm sounding... Teaching good already. What's mine? Are you here? So then, but the main thing where we started in the Gospels, we've seen in John that who the Son sets free is free without question. That means, notice, whatever may have had you bound, you are set free in Christ. See, this is why we have to believe it and it's not based on a feeling so even though you may not feel free you have to know that I am free and the more watch this and the more you come into agreement with what's already yours the more you'll see that thing coming to fruition again we walk by faith being in agreement and not by sight so even though it don't look like what God said I don't feel like what he said I know that I am why because I believe come on you guys are you here what he said about me but matter of fact show them that I want you to see this that you are free without you are free without question now all of this is is leading somewhere and, and notice too we talked about Soteria, someone say soteria, or salvation in the Greek. And it simply means to be delivered, to have victory, preservation, prosperity, wholeness, deliverance from the power, powers, penalties, and presence of sin. Deliverance, watch this, from the molestation of an enemy. Watch this, molestation of of any point, of excuse me, of any kind. So any that means even those who have been taken advantage of, I have to know that in Christ I have been set free 
watch this, and I'm no longer bound by that thing. And see, I I need to say this, and it's not so much what happens to us that really affects us as it is our perception of what happened to us. That's why three people can experience the same thing and have three different outcomes. The same thing happened to this one. She went that way. The same thing happened to this one. She went that way. The same thing happened to this one, and she went that way. Why? Because of their perception, which leads us to know, in other words, if the thing bound him, it has to bound everybody else who experienced the same thing. But that's not always the case. That's why it's so important that we believe what Jesus said about me is enough and walk in it. Jesus settled it. We used to say, he settled it, I believe it, I receive Whether you believe it or receive it or not, he settled it. And you have to know that it's settled. And if he settled it, that's good enough for me. In spite of what others may say. Are you here? So, so, so if the son makes you free, then you are, everyone, then you are unquestionably free. Listen, if you don't participate... You know I'm gonna walk down here and I'll get in your face. Y'all want me to go down? Okay, so 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 talk to the preacher, amen. Because I gotta walk down. I'm trying to stay up here. So I need your participation. So so uh who the sun if the sun makes you free, then you are then we talked about watch this, whatever BC now even after Christ you're free, but whatever happened to you before Christ. When Christ went into the heart of the earth, you went. And when he was raised in newness of life, so were you. Who remembers seeing that in Romans? So, so, so whatever, then I showed you in 1 Corinthians that, that we talked about which were some of you, drunkards, homosexuals, uh, 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 and everything else he talked about. He said, which were some of you, but you've been washed so, in other words, whatever you were before, once you have been washed, that is no longer you. Are you Boy, I, I, it's quiet. He, he said, some of you were drunkards, but you, you, you used to be, but you're not now. Some of you were this, you used to be, but you're not now. That's why I don't confess, I'm, and no, I, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm a covenant child of God. See, it's, something to believe, it's hard for some to believe this because the world, see, here's the thing. If I come into agreement with that, then I can never walk in the freedom of it. Why? Because on one end, I'm, I'm confessing I am. No, I am free. <laughs> That's what I am. Are you here? So now, we, we went through all of that to get back to Mark and... To realize, who remember when I first started this, uh, I said most of us every day, we're just living out our experiences. Wave your hand if you remember me saying that. So that's, every day that's what we do. We're literally living out of our experiences. Those things that are deeply embedded in your subconscious mind. All aren't bad, but all aren't good. It's those bad things thoughts. It's those negatives 
that keeps us bound is what we want to free ourselves from. So under the topic, active faith, write this down. Tomb Raider. We say that Tomb Raider. I think there was some movie come out some years ago. I've never seen it, but I remember hearing that name. So, but I'm talking on a whole different wise in the sense that I mean uh, Tomb Raider. Someone say Tomb Raider. I'm talking about seizing control of my thoughts. Seizing control. We say that seizing control of my thoughts. So in the sense that I'm talking about Tomb Raider, we're talking about getting a hold of those thoughts. It's choosing, write this down, it's choosing to free myself from past memories that has held me bound. Yes, we're going to see this. So we're talking about, notice it's a choice, choosing to free myself from past, what, memories that has held me captive. You see, we went through all what we've been going through for the last few weeks to show us that Jesus has made everything available. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, but active faith, there has to be a response from the believer. So I have to do something. Everything is already made available. I just have to agree so I can get it. (laughs) Anything you want is already there. My agreement is what brings it to me. I say it again. Whatever you believe in God for, he's already done it. That's why let's stop saying God God going to heal you. See, you're not even in agreement. He's already healed me. What do you mean he's going to heal me? He's going to bless me. He's already blessed you. <laughs> See, we have notice: be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? Worry about that. You may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. But, but before then, he said, "Be not conformed to this world." Again, we have a t- listen. The kingdom of heaven operates on a totally different system. It's an unbiased system. Whereas in the systems of this world, we've got it, degrees, go to school, all that, that stuff is good. But, but in God's kingdom, you can have a second grade education, born, raised with wolves, but, just, but, but if you can get in line with this covenant that, that, that's yours and agree with him, you can live just as well as somebody who's dependent on paper. Whether you white, black, yellow, blue, purple, red, if I come into agreement with God, are you here? He's not partial. And let me tell you, the, the world has lied to us. <laughs> I thought I was talking to Christians. But the, the world, see, see, they'll tell you, do this, we did that, then they still set us up. We take that course, oh, yeah, do this, and we'll guarantee then you get out and, and can't get a job. Or you get one, but you got to move 20,000 miles away. Or you get one, and they uh, cut your pay. Or have you doing things where you got to compromise your integrity. This is not known case, because I know most operating that system. 
Watch it, Rev. Stop. Back up. You talking about me? Don't go quit your job tomorrow, okay? But, and watch this. Your job is, while we're there, your job is not your source. Your occupation is a resource. God is your source. I wish you would believe that. I wish you would believe that. And I'm like this. If you're going to serve God, you might as well get all the benefits. But in order to acquire those benefits, you have to know what they are. And let me say this. And I keep hearing that because you have even Christians. Well, some people just not going to get healed of everything. And let me tell you why some may not get healed. There may be, I don't know, many reasons. I don't know because I don't know every individual. I'm not inside their mind. But that doesn't mean that healing hasn't been provided for all. See, watch this. Everybody not in agreement with God. See, you will never say if it's your will, if you know his will. If it's his will for me to be blessed, well, you, apparently you, you don't know his will. If it's his will that I be healed, see, you don't know his will. Well, there's not a cure for this. Maybe not among men. Maybe not among men. But I know one. I kid I must. <laughs> Named Jehovah Rapha. Our great physician healer. <laughs> that has already provided healing for every type of disease known to man and the ones that are to come in 2025. He's already had made a way let me show you that psalms 103 let me show you this i want to admonish you to get in your word guys there's so much benefits and so much that god wants to show and reveal to you so you have to get in your word man bless the lord oh my mind where's sister williams at she's not here today oh she's teaching class okay Mind, it's talking about the mind. Okay? And all that is with in me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, my. Uh, again, those things are deeply embedded in my mind. And forget. Not, so, 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 no, notice that your, your reasoning, thoughts, all those things located in your mind. And forget not what? All his benefits. Who forgives all? Of your iniquities. Who heals? Oh, see, that, that goes. Who heals? Who heals? Who heals? So don't you let anybody tell you that there's no cure for this. It may not be in man's world, but in the kingdom, healing has already been provided. Are you here? Now, Let's get back to Mark because for some reason, y'all won't let me get to Mark. Mark chapter number five. Now, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Tomb Raiders. Mark or John Mark, as he's known, 
Of course, he was not one of Christ's original 12 disciples, but he did accompany Apostle Paul on his first missionary journey. And when you begin at chapter 1, he starts out preaching about John the Baptist. And the thing about Mark, he moves directly into Jesus' public ministry. And I want to admonish you because when you read the story of Mark's account, uh, he gives us dramatic, action-packed stories. And he gives us the most vivid account of Christ's activity. So he did more talking about facts and actions rather than Jesus' teaching. He came, out, he came about talking about things he done, things that are noted. That's why when you, at the very beginning of it, you see Jesus casting out demons. And, 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 and not only that, I want to say something. Um, of course, he features facts and actions rather than uh, teachings, but he shows us that the life that Jesus lived, not only was he our greatest example, but we are to pattern our lives after him. We should know that as believers. We should pattern our lives after him, even when it comes to exercising, this is just a nugget, demons. Notice the, the stuff we see today, is, 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 I can't find nowhere in the Bible. Punching people, kicking folk, and all this. No, no, Jesus never did that. Matter of fact, they spoke to him. They had to get permission. And you would see Jesus tell them, shut up. Be quiet. Get out. So, so, so even today, th- this stuff that we see, see, when you have authority, Demons have to subject themselves to you. See, see, I, I'm not wrestling with you. We're not trying to body slam you and hold you in the headlock. I, we ain't, no, we're going to use our authority. Get out. Leave. Now. See, that's his way. I follow his pattern. No, no, we're, we're not doing some of this WWE stuff that y'all see. And if you see it, Get up, get out, head for the highway. No, you ain't got to body slam no devil out of nobody. When you got, see, those are people who don't have authority. When you have authority, get out now. But when you see the stuff y'all see on social media, people body slamming people, punching people, they have no authority. You never see Jesus doing this nonsense. That's why you have to know the word. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. Chill out, y'all in church. <laughs> you are the church, but you know what I mean. Laughing and all that carrying on. But y'all know we holy. <laughs> Look at someone say, holy people can laugh too. Yeah. You feel better when you laugh because it works like a medicine. That's what's wrong now. See, maybe you laugh, you won't have to go back to the doctor. Start laughing. Yeah, just start laughing. Save that money. Just start laughing. (laughs) They tell me, I don't know how true it is, and I'm not advocating. I'm not saying go do it. But they tell me they make a weed that that, this, I got a friend who was telling me. (laughs) Hey, let me finish. Hold up, hold up. A pastor friend of mine knows a guy, okay? 
who lives in Denver. And he, he, he manufactures weed. And he said, no, no, no. And he was saying they got different strains. He said, this strain makes you laugh. This one is for the men who need help. This one, and he named all these things. I said, weed? Weed. But, so, so look, whether, because I, I know a lot of y'all saints on this new stuff. <laughs> hold y'all head up. Y'all look at me. Don't be holding your head down. Hold your head up. No, no, I, I'm free. Hold y'all head up. Y'all look at me. Y'all, y'all look at that. No, no. <laughs> Said, I'm delivered from pot. <laughs> See, nobody said it. I ain't receiving that. I ain't ready, Pastor. I ain't ready to be delivered. Somebody said, I'm delivered from pot. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Not yet. Friday, Pastor, Friday. I don't want mine today. I want mine to come Friday. <laughs> Are you here? I want <laughs> But it, it, let, let me tell you something. Laughter is probably the best medicine. So, so just try laughing. Yeah. Are you here? Because I, I don't want you to get... Uh, it's, boy, it's quiet right there. Uh, all the people spoke weed, raise your hand. <laughs> let, 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 now watch this, watch this. Because I'm not about to take out all this time in my message to talk about weed. But I, 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 listen, this, this, is what I, this is what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying this. Every time, no, for real, let's get serious. Some more. Every time, if you want, to walk away from every time you hit that thing, you say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm delivered by the blood of Jesus. Now, but, but see, what, what do you mean every time I do it? Because I know some, see, I've been doing this about 20 years, so I know some are going to, but I have testimonies of people who said, Pastor, I went to do it and the taste went away. Again, but see, see, I, I am convinced of this. Some people ain't ready to stop doing some of the stuff they're doing. No, no. You have a line healing down here. Um, everybody want to be delivered from line. They ain't ready to stop line. They don't come down. But the people who are ready to get delivered, you know what they do? They come down. I have a line for. <laughs> yeah, that. If you're ready to get delivered, come on. Let's, where, where y'all at today? Come on, let's get back in. We're not. I'm not spending. 15 minutes talking about pot. But laugh more. Are you here? Mark chapter number five. Tomb Raiders. Lord, deliver me from past memories. See, the reason why God wants us to walk in this thing because there are too many relationships that has been sabotaged by something that happened 20 years ago, five, a year. That's why it's not good to entertain the nonsense. See, again, 
for the believer now, you can, because Christ is on principalities and powers that was against us, you can be oppressed, talking about the believer, suppressed by a demon, but not possessed. Okay? For the believer. And you have a lot of Christians who were oppressed, suppressed by demonic activity. Now, let me say this. That's why even throughout Scripture, it never tells us how people became possessed. It never tells us that. Study the Scriptures. But that's why we have to be careful what comes into our spirit. You, you remember last week I showed you about tarot cards and, 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 and uh, zodiac signs and, and uh, trying to conjure up the dead. The Bible speaks against all of those things. See, because when you start doing that, you're opening yourself up to demonic activity. I didn't give you my opinion. I gave you scripture. You want to know what your future is? Ask the Father. Getting up reading a horoscope. Are y'all here? What's your sign? Jesus is my sign. I'm a covenant child of God. And you hear people saying that, yeah, my, my sign said I'm going to be cranky today. Because you read that nonsense. And you believed it. And, and may I admonish you the same way you believe that? Believe this word. Jesus said I'm free today and tomorrow. So I'm going to walk in my freedom. <laughs> Are you here? But let me show you something. Mark chapter number 5. Beginning at verse 1. Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Someone say tombs. And first, let me say this. Notice Jesus, this man came to Jesus. Jesus did not seek him out. And I'm saying that to say, when you really want to be delivered from something, you will come to him. Let me go to the one who has all power. Are you here? Now, now you got to remember, this was a man who once lived among his community. Dwelt among the community. But because the more deranged he got, they put him outside of the community. So that's when he began to go dwell among the tombs. But let me say this. Um, uh, anytime people start acting differently in your community, your inner circle, that is a good sign that you need to be put out. <laughs> are you here? And some of my problems are we keep allowing crazy people to dwell in our environments. Listen, you can listen to people and tell he's off. You can just hear a conversation, she's off. So that is a good indicator that you need to live outside of this camp. This same man will run around new, scream at night, yell, holler, all because of memories. Let me show you. Are you here? Verse 3, who had his dwelling among the tombs. Say tombs again. Tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had pulled them apart. Uh, uh, excuse me, and the chains had pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces. Neither could anyone what tame him. Verse five: Always day, excuse me, always night and day. He was in a mountain in the 
tombs. So I'm going to say tombs, crying out, cutting himself with stones. When Jesus saw from afar, he ran and worshiped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you? Jesus, what, what, do I have to, what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high? I implore you by, by God that you do not torment me. Notice how, in, if you look in earlier chapters, you see the same thing, how they would always recognize Jesus. You, you don't see the ushers binding them with the, by a circle, keeping them enclosed. See, when you have authority, you can handle that devil just one-on-one. I don't need 15, 20 people to deal with the demon. You just need to realize that you have authority. If I got to call you to help me get them out, I don't even need to be in the room if it's like that. Are you here? See, see, we've just, people just made it spooky spiritual and overdramatic. I'm telling, I don't know who this is for. Maybe you're watching via Facebook Live, but if you're somewhere and they got to punch you and body slam you and do all these WWE moves, get out. That is not God. Because I'm telling you, if you slap me, I'm going to slap you back. I don't have to pray about that. You slap me, I'm slapping you back. And any man who lets a preacher slap your wife, you also should be slapped. Let a man slap pastors. Man, it's about to be hell in the house. I think we about to go at it. No, it's about faith, world star, preacher, body slams, preacher. Preacher put the, beat the brakes off another preacher. And, and we see, see people sit up with, and, and accept foolishness because they don't study that word. You might better recognize this ain't even God. Man, let me get out of this. <laughs> this nonsense. It's foolishness. If you have a preacher kneeling on top of your child, all right, man, get your child and say, listen, we, we ain't got to go through this. God is better than this. If he got to choke your child, talking about, get, 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 get. what y'all putting up with? Yeah, this stuff happening. See, y'all say, yeah, amen now. But you be clicking like on them videos. That's the power of God. That's the devil. What are you talking about the power of God? Ain't no power in that. He need to be somewhere. See, some of these people trying to live out their dreams. She couldn't make it in the real world. So now he want to be uh, John Cena in a poor pit. That this ain't, <laughs> that ain't how that work, man. So that's not how that work, okay? Trying to be. <laughs> quit that foolishness. Get in this word, man. Are you here? What verse are we on? What verse? Verse 6. Okay, verse 7. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, 
what have I to do with you, Jesus, son of the most high? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. Verse 8, for he said to him, come out. Well, no. Come out of the unclean spirit. Exclamation point. Do you see that? Come out of the man. Thank you. Somebody some asking, what version are you reading? The same version. <laughs> let, me enlarge, let me enlarge these words. <laughs> Y'all got on me last. Where your glasses at, Pastor? You got them. You need to wear them. By faith, 2020 vision. I heard that. Yeah, but you need to wear them until it manifests. <laughs> It's already manifested. <laughs> for he, listen, for he said to him, didn't pick him up, didn't punch him in the stomach, didn't slap him. He said, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? He answered, saying, my name is legion for we are what many now a legion was anywhere from 3,000 to 6,000 soldiers in the Roman army a legion in the Roman army was anywhere from 3,000 to what 6,000 soldiers he's not implying that he had 6,000 demons in him but he had many are you here which I'm going to show you in a second See, it, it, what's, well, a lot of people, it's not just one memory that has them confined, but a whole bunch of memories. That's why we should renew our minds, which is a daily process. Are you here? Uh, verse 15. Well, uh, matter of fact, verse, we see what happened. Verse 15. Look at verse 15. Then they, uh, then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed, what? And had a legion sitting clothed in his, sitting clothed in his, clothed in his right mind. Of course, we know that they asked if they could be putting the swine, and they did. And the swine went down the hill and drowned himself. But now, I want you to know something here in our text. We read that, that when Jesus came off the ship, immediately a man met him out of the what? Tombs with the unclean spirit. Who, who remember the word tombs? He had his dwelling among the tombs. His dwelling where? Among the tombs. In verse 5, we read night and day. He was among the, he was among the what? What are we talking about? Tomb Raiders, right? Now, notice the Bible notes three times that this man was living among the tombs. And I've said before, when the Bible says something three times, we should listen. It's similar to Jesus saying, verily, verily, I say unto you. In other words, he's pointing out something that's important with emphasis. Tombs. Listen to it. Tombs. What? Tombs. He's telling us to look at this. Are you here? Write this word down, that word tombs. Tombs. Again, the Old Covenant was written in Hebrew, New Covenant, New Testament written in Greek. So sometimes I'll give you the, the word in the original meaning because it has greater significance and meaning. Not trying to just show you how astute I am. Okay? So I'm doing this to show you the real meaning of this word. And I want you to write it down. Okay? So just like when we think love in English, we think whatever we think, whereas in the Greek, there's four different types of love, a storge, eros, filio, then the highest form of love, which is agape, 
but, but, but if I don't understand that, then I, I won't know. Which, see, when I know that, I know what type of love I am to express toward. See, some think they are in agape, but you in eros. That erotic, sensual, sexual. I know y'all seen that video, that kind of eros. And some of this stuff on Facebook, I'm telling y'all. See that sneaking and peeking? Let's, I have to talk about that later. And, and, and let me say this in, in light of <laughs> Pastor Appreciation Month. Let me tell you something. Preachers are human too. And I know this is going to shock some of you. Uh, hmm. But they need the same grace that God gives you. Um, and there are going to be times where they might have a misstep, trip. Not condoning the fall, not condoning it, but our job as Christians is to pray for them. To cover them. Be, be, because, see, here's the thing about it. And that's not, that's, that's not to advocate and, and condone stuff. Because you even have preachers who are not in that word, not saying the word, not praying the spirit, not, not before God. So, so their, their flesh cutting up. Okay? So, so we can't, and I'm just saying that as Christians, we have to conduct ourselves a different way. Because it doesn't look good when we jump on these bandwagons and act like we do not know the God of the Bible. Are you here? Then, then just let me say this. It, it tickles me. We, we see we can't be hypocrites. Because I got some memories. Mm, I don't want to think about it, Lord. I don't want to think about them memories. Of saints? Ooh. Ooh. I'm talking about, you did What? The same one Sunday morning. That one. <laughs> yeah. Hands lifted. On bended knees. Prostrate on the floor. That one. But you know what? I didn't condemn. Because I know. That a righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets back up again. Okay? So let's stop, let's stop condemning people. Let's pray for people. Amen. And my point is this. See, the saints can mess up 50 million times. But Rev, he, he can, he, watch this. If he look crazy, oh, I, I'm leaving. Oh, he look crazy. But you have to extend the same grace to Rev, your pastor, as you do to yourselves or your brother and sister. Yeah, I know to whom, to, to whom much is given, much is required. 
but, but watch this. That doesn't have to do with our responsibilities as believers because we're held to, held to the same standard as you. There's not a standard for the pastor and a standard for the sheep. We're all held to the same standard. The responsibilities may vary, but the standard is the same. That's the point. Are you here? So if you hear about Rev, oh, he got pulled over, he had a DUI. The man probably under great stress. I, 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 no, no I, I'm not making amends or making allotments for it. But j- just think about maybe he, maybe the man, maybe, maybe I don't know. Are you here? This one offended at you. This one mad. This one left. This one acting crazy. Finances low. This, that. This, that. Marriage jacked up. This on the rocks. Poor man, he probably at wit's end. So he don't know what else to do. He can't tell y'all why. Pastor, you drink? I can't call you drunk. Like y'all call me? <laughs> I'm going to give you this. I never condemn. I'll let you get out. Pastor, how you doing? How you doing, John? Ah, is John here today? <laughs> is John in the back? <laughs> I'm just messing out, okay? But you know what? Hey, man, I, I don't. My job ain't to. I'm not Jesus. I'm not the Savior. So I have to. I extend the same grace to you as y'all know. I got saints that call. All I hear is just cussing. Hi, Pastor, how you doing? And and this not putting by, but I'm saying it it ain't about condemning because I'm sensing the Holy Spirit. They're going through something right now. Let them get it out. I got pastors, friends of mine. I hang with some thugs. <laughs> My pastor friends are thugs. I don't love just thugs. <laughs> Let me, I'm just messing. I'm just having fun. Not all of them, a couple of them. But let me spare them in lieu of pastor appreciation. Now let's get back into text. Now, now watch this. The man was tormented. Okay, the word tombs, write this down. It's the Greek word namion. Namion is spelled M-N-E-M-E-I-O-N. Namion. And it means a, you want me to say it again? <laughs> like he was really writing that down. How you pronounce it? Somebody said, Philemion. No, Namion. Where Philemion come in at? Filet mignon, no, nay mignon, not filet, nay. M-N-E-M-E-I-O-N. It means a memorial. Someone say memorial. A monument. Y'all repeat after me. A monument. To remember or keep in memory. It means to recall or to remember. See, 
Let's, hold on. From the front to the back. Let's do this again. I want to say it loud like we, a memorial. A memorial. Still not strong enough. A memorial. A, memorial. a, monument. a monument. To There you go. To remember. remember. Y'all yell from the back. To keep in memory. To recall or to remember. And if you think about tombs, you know what they do? They cause us to remember. When you go, when you go look at someone's tomb, you know what you do? You start having memories about your experiences or history with that person. Are you here? It causes us to recall something or remember something. In other words, this man was tormented by memory. And I submit to you, that's how you can go from one demonic influence to greater and greater. This, that's why he said, my name is Legion. There were many. Why? Because he was allowing himself to be tormented by memories. That's what the word means, to keep in memory, a remembrance. Understand this, a soul wound does the same thing. Those soul wounds, they become tombstones. That's why we have to forget about those things. Listen to the scripture, which are behind you. That means if they are behind you, they cannot define you. That is behind me. A soul wound causes us to recall and remember painful experiences that we've endured many years ago. Those are soul wounds. Even now you have some people who are still not over a divorce. Over maybe what's something that happened in your childhood. And, and, and that doesn't mean that the experience wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't real or wasn't true. But you have to remember, I made it this far. And that even though that thing was tragic, even though that thing hurt me tremendously, I can't allow myself to stay there. Are you here? I, I, I'm telling you. The, the, the thing that separates people who are walking in freedom and those who are not are their memories. Your past is just that. Your past, he, past, he did that. When? Three years ago. Listen to yourself. Three years ago. That's, again, it, it, even... It's a known fact. Study will tell you this. The more you harp on a past event that may have hurt you, you just strengthen those convictions. That's why a lot of people never get over it because they keep they rehearsing, keep rehearsing, keep rehearsing. So I need to help. That's why it's good to have somebody to help me make sense out of it and move on. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is, will you say this? There is absolutely no thing, nothing that I can do about my past. Nothing. I'm, I, so you can't get in a time machine, go back. Uh-uh. There's nothing I can do about it, K-Style. Nothing. Perhaps learn from it, grow but there's nothing I can do about it. But there's a whole lot I could do about the memories moving forward. Are you here? A t it, it, watch this. 
a tombstone is inside of you, causing you to recall, remember, even relive those things in great detail. So those, that's what those, are, those are tombstones that we have literally built in our minds, things that, that happened long ago, things, even now, it's hard for some believers to, re- to believe that they are the righteousness of God because of maybe, e- e- even though it seems like we're making light, I'm not making light and I'm not advocating anybody poking smile, but if you're a believer, man, you are still the righteousness of God, and any day now you can walk in a manifestation of that thing if you want to. Are you here? Are you guys here? Watch this. It's the circumstances that cause wound that sits inside of our souls, making it hurt. That's why you have to let it go. I'm telling you, Pastor, it sounds hard, but you, yeah, even though it was, the reason why it seems so bad, even though it, it, why it may seem like it just happened yesterday, because I've held on to that thing. And watch this, again, it adds weight to it. Imagine, I submit to you, this man went from one demon to many. And the reason why it, uh, get, you can't, you can't, uh, that's why, don't walk around mad, bitter, offended. Why? Because it gets, that, it makes it that much harder to let go. And here's what we don't realize. The forgiveness is to free yourself from the offense. You're not hurting the other person by harboring or holding. You only hurt, you, you, you're only building more memorials. For yourself. Three times the word of God says that the demonic was living among the tombs. He was living out of the wounds of his past, guys. Because it didn't, well, how can you say that, preacher? It does not tell us how it occurred. Perhaps something happened to the man and he just, he, he held on to that thing and it just grew greater and greater. Maybe he gave himself up to some type of demonic influences. Are you here? Watch this. In verse 3 it says, he was dwelling among the tombs. Let's take a closer look at that word dwell and I'm done. In the Strong's Dictionary, that word dwell, listen, it's a metaphor for divine powers and influences that are said to dwell in the soul, to pervade, prompt, and to govern it. Did you hear that? You want me to say it again? That word dwell, it's a metaphor for divine powers and influences that are said to dwell in the soul. Where's your soul located? Your mind, right? To, perv- to, to pervade it, to prompt and govern it. That's why, watch this. If you remember, the more you hop on it, what he did to you, man, every time you see her, oh, you just, that much matter. I mean, you go from one degree to anger to another. Oh, watch this. And the thing happened 15 years ago. And there are people even sitting among me who haven't talked to relatives, who haven't talked to friends, who haven't talked to to whomever, all because of a tombstone that you have allowed to take residence in your soul. You got to be a tomb raider. You got to rest every memory and erase every memory that has held you captive. But it's a metaphor for divine powers and influences that are said to dwell in the soul to pervade it, prompted in government. Wow. 
This man was under the control of legion because he was dwelling among the tombs. In other words, he was dwelling in the wounds of his past, which gave legion the right to pervade it, prompt it, and govern it, to control his soul. So in other words, when we give, when, when we open the gate to that foolishness, we're giving the enemy the, 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 the opportunity or the access to control, govern, and pervade our soul. That's why I say you can have some Christians, they act possessed, but they're, 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 they're under strict supervision of the enemy. They are greatly depressed, suppressed, oppressed because they have allowed that influence. Yeah. That explains why some hate instead of love. So you mean to tell me you love a God who you can't see, but you hate a man who you can't see? That's a tombstone. Watch this. Write this down, guys. Whenever we nurse wounds, I'll write this down. It allows demonic powers to afflict us. Many people are dwelling among personal tombs. That's, I, and I sense God's going to deliver some people today. Oh, yeah. Why? Because there's too many being bound by something, Sister Givens, that happened yesteryear. Are you here? And, and, and see, it, even, and listen, because it's a very sensitive subject, but, but the word soteria, it delivers you. Listen to this from the molestation of an enemy. When you've been violated on any level, you've been, see, it, 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 some people, we can, if we're not careful, we can use that as an excuse to hold on and to do. Again, that's why it's good to talk. Let me get some counsel. Let me get somebody to help me make sense out of, the, out of this and let me know that, that it's not my fault. I'm not to blame. And watch this. And I'm definitely not bound by this thing. Are you here? And I, I told you. I, I'm certified as a professional Christian, Christian counselor. Okay? Not something I just drummed up, but certified. The purpose of a psychologist, psychiatrist, uh, head doctor, shrink as they say, the, ho- the sole purpose of them talking to you is to one, try to get you to think differently than what you're thinking. Because if they can change how you think, it'll change your behavior. That's the, that's the, after we go through everything, the ultimate goal is to change the way you're thinking. As believers, we should, as the Word of God says, allow the Word to change how we think. In other words, we should start thinking like Jesus thinks. Align our thoughts with the thoughts of Jesus. And here's the thing. When you realize you're free, it, it doesn't take five, ten years of paying somebody who most often cases just has me keep rehearsing the experience, which build a greater tomb. Because at some point in time, you shouldn't have to come back. Perhaps. You should be delivered by now. I mean, three years in, we still talking about what your grandma called you. No, no I'm just saying. Pastor, but you don't know how it hurt. Why does it hurt? Is it perhaps 
your perception of the situation? Are you here? And, and here's the thing. It, it's, it's not minimizing it, but we have to realize what part of free don't I understand? Free is, I don't feel like it. You don't walk by faith. I mean, you don't walk by feeling, sir. You walk by faith. What do you mean? By being in agreement with God. Are you here? Philippians 2.5, I think it's 2.5. It says that let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Let this, let this, let this, let this. It's the Greek word phroneo. Phroneo. Maybe she can get the verse. Okay, that word mind circle is the Greek word phroneo. This is what it means. It means to exercise the mind. To have an opinion of oneself or to think. Listen to this. In the same line as another. So what it's saying is that we should think the same way that Jesus thinks. Are you here? It means to be of the same mind, to agree, to cherish the same views, to be harmonious. So in other words, if I just align my thoughts with the thoughts of Jesus, despite how I feel, agree with God, that's how you walk in that thing. What did Jesus say about me? Are you here? It means to direct one's mind to a thing. So in other words, when the scripture says, let this mind be in you, entertain the same thoughts as Jesus. Have the same opinion about yourself as Jesus has about you. Are you here? Jesus, Jesus sees you whole. Even before the Father, you are justified, just as if you've never sinned. But you have to believe this. Because I'm going to tell you something. If I don't let it go, remember this, if I don't let it go, it's going to create more tombs. Perhaps there's five legions now. But the more I dwell on it, five goes to ten. Ten goes to twenty. Now you're at 500. All because I refuse to let it go. And you know how you replace memories? By new information or information. And what it does, it suppresses because some things you, you, you can't never really forget, but because of the new pharaohs that are dug. Because of new information, it suppresses it so far beneath me that I literally forget. That it's like I literally forgot the experience unless you just bring it up. You hear? We're just acting out of what's deeply embedded in us. That's all. Are you here? Let me give you this. Whenever we nurse the wounds, whenever we nurse the wounds, it allows demonic powers to afflict us. Many are, are dwelling among personal tombs. Listen to this. It allows spirits like legion to pervade and to govern and influence and control our lives because of what is in our soul. Do y'all hear this? Whenever we nurse wounds, listen to this, 
we're given access to demonic powers to afflict us. That's why we should be quick to forgive. Are you here? Many are dwelling among tombs. A lot of spirits like Now watch this. Our thoughts and actions or emotions create our personalities, which in other words create our reality. But, but I want to show you something. Conscious thoughts are the thoughts you are aware of and have control of. But your subconscious thoughts are thoughts that come from your memories. Are you here? Thoughts that you are not focusing on and not aware of, but are just there hanging around, calling you names and reminding you of your past and holding you back from living the life that God has purposed for you. Are you here? All those thoughts that are deeply embedded. That's why transformation comes by renewing. That is a daily process. So every day I have to be in a position where I'm hearing the word, declaring the word, whereby, guess what? It could create new. It can create new memorials, memories. Are you here? Someone said this. There, or there's an adage, adage that states that you should write the bad things that happen to you in the sand so that they can easily be erased from your memory. However, most of us engrave the bad things that had happened to us in marble. Therefore, our painful memories remain immortalized in our minds. So I'm challenging you today, begin to write those bad things in the sand. And if you're really serious, I would challenge you to find you a beach. For real. Get down and write. And let this serve warning to the enemy that today I'm walking in a whole new set of memories. Find you a beach. Write it in the sand. Watch this. And just like that water's going to wash it away, don't look back. Go on about your, that's the same thing God wants us to do. Why? Because who the Son sets free is free without question. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.